You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hello. Today's podcast, we are in Acts 19. To begin, in Acts 18, verses 19 through 21, we see that Paul made a short visit to the city of Ephesus. But before leaving Ephesus, Paul told him in 18.21, Acts 18.21, I will come back to you again, God willing. So in today's podcast, I'll be fellowshipping on Paul's uh, third uh, ministry journey or missionary journey that began in Acts 18.23 and ends in Acts 21.17. So in Acts 19, we will see that Paul returned to Ephesus and stayed there for three years in order to minister to the believers the things related to God's kingdom, which is simply God's economy or God's plan. So at the beginning of Acts chapter 19, we see the ministry of Apollos, and we see that his ministry was not up to date at that time. According to Acts 19.2, Apollos was instructed in, quote, quote, the way of the Lord. But there was a, uh, you can say, something missing or a deficiency in the result or issue of his ministry. Um, this deficiency in Apollos' ministry is also seen in Acts 18.26, in which Priscilla and Aquila tried to expound the way of God to him. This verse says, And this man began to speak boldly in the synagogue. And when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him to themselves and expounded the way of God to him more accurately. So here we see that uh, Apollos did not have a complete revelation of God's uh, New Testament plan or economy. So here, the way of the Lord meant the practical way in which the New Testament believers should walk. So this is why in coming to Acts 19, at the beginning, verses 1 and 2, we see that Paul came in to fill up the deficiency in the ministry of Apollos. Uh, here in these verses, it says, Now it came about that uh, while Apollos was in Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper districts, came to Ephesus, and found some disciples and said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said to him, No, we have not even heard if there is a Holy Spirit. So here we see again, uh, there was something lacking, a deficiency in the result of Apollo's ministry, which uh, lacked a complete revelation of God's New Testament plan. Uh, this is why Paul, when he came to Ephesus, it was necessary for him to fill up the deficiency in the ministry of Apollos. Uh, here I would like to mention two matters. One, what is the meaning of the way of God? And two, uh, the need to have a complete revelation of God's New Testament economy or plan. Regarding the uh, quote-unquote the way of God, in the whole book of Acts, we see that the way is mentioned in a number of places in Acts. For instance, like in Acts 9-2, uh, Acts 18-26, 
chapter 19, verse 9 and 23, chapter 22, verse 4, chapter 24, verse 14 and 22. So the way here, it denotes the Lord's full salvation in God's New Testament economy. So what does the way of God entail of? Well, the way of God is to simply dispense himself into the believers through both Christ's redemption and the Spirit's anointing. And it is the way in which the believers partake of God and enjoy God. Also, it is the way the believers worship God in their spirit by enjoying him and follow the persecuted Jesus by being one with him. And it is the way the believers are brought into the church and built up into the body of Christ to bear the testimony of Jesus. Okay, the second matter is the need to receive a complete revelation of God's economy. In the case of Apollos, we see that um, as a minister, he was good. He was scriptural and powerful in the expounding of the word of God. But yet he lacked the revelations of uh, of God's New Testament plan or economy. Um, he did not see that it was God's up-to-date move. So in order for us to receive a clear revelation of God's uh, plan or economy, um, that is the way of God, there is the need uh, to be uh, humble or to humble ourselves and empty our spirit. This is why Matthew uh, chapter 5, verse 3, the Lord Jesus said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of the heavens. So to be poor in spirit is not only to uh, be humble, but also to be emptied in our spirit, empty in the depths of our being of all doctrines, teachings, knowledge. Um, many of the Jewish leaders at the time of the Lord Jesus, they knew uh, of God's move in the Old Testament, even according to the Old Testament, but they did not see that God intended to have a new start for his New Testament economy or plan, which is simply to dispense himself into his chosen and redeemed people. Uh, these religious leaders, uh, they were full of their spirit, and that is why the Lord Jesus pointed out that we all need to be poor in our spirit. We need to be poor in our spirit so that we may see the Lord's up-to-date move. So continuing in Acts 19, verses 3 to 7, we see that the deficiency was filled up through Paul. In verse 3, he asked the disciples in Ephesus, Into what then were you baptized? And they said, Into John's baptism. Then in Acts 19.4, Paul said to those uh, to them there in Ephesus, John baptized with a baptism of repentance, telling the people that they should believe in the one coming after him, that is in Jesus. Then in verse 5, it says when the disciples heard Paul's word, it says that they were baptized into the, into the name of the Lord Jesus. So here uh, I'd like to make a point regarding baptism. According to Matthew 28, 19, uh, we are baptized into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. But here Paul says to be baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. 
So uh, what does it mean to be baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus? Well, to be baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus, to be baptized into a spiritual union with this all-inclusive Christ. Uh, he is the embodiment of the triune God. Uh, the name also denotes the person. So to be baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus is to be baptized into the person of the Lord. That is to be identified with him um, in his crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension. And it's also to be put into it again in organic union with the living Lord. So then in Acts 19, verse 6 through 7, it says that uh, through the laying on of, of hands, Paul identified these disciples with the body of Christ. So the Holy Spirit uh, honored this and came upon them, uh, signifying their identification with the body. So the case of these 12 believers in Ephesus needed a member of the body of Christ that is Paul, to identify them with the body by the laying of his hands. Uh, when the Holy Spirit came upon them, it says in, the, in, the, in verse 6 that they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Um, again, this indicates that uh, speaking in tongues uh, was not the unique issue of receiving the Holy Spirit, uh, because also prophesying was also one of its issues in this case. As, as they were magnifying God, um, uh, one, it was one of the issues in the case of those in, in the house, just as it was in the same case in the house of Cornelius. So moving along, um, along, um, uh, the, uh, Acts 19 verses 8 through 20, we have a record of Paul's ministry in Ephesus and its fruits. So according to the book of Acts, uh, Paul did more work in Ephesus than in any other place. Uh, Acts 19.8 says, And entering into the synagogue, he spoke boldly for three months, reasoning and persuading them concerning the kingdom of God. So Paul's purpose in going to the synagogue was to announce the word of God, and he also grasped the opportunity to preach the gospel. Uh, for, for three months, Paul spoke boldly, um, and concerning the kingdom of God, and Paul's ministry was not only a, a matter of preaching, but also of teaching. Uh, some of those in the synagogue eventually uh, became members of the church in Ephesus. Uh, in verse 8, we are told uh, that Paul reasoned and persuaded those in the synagogue concerning the kingdom of God. So the kingdom of God was the main subject of the apostles' preaching in their commission after Pentecost. Uh, the kingdom of God is not, um, it's important to uh, realize that the kingdom of God is not a material kingdom uh, visible to uh, the human sight, but rather it is a kingdom of the divine life. Uh, even it is the spreading of Christ as life to his believers to form uh, a sphere or a realm in which God rules in his life. So uh, this is wonderful just to see, again, what Paul ministered there in Ephesus. Moving along, in Acts 19, verse 9, it says that Paul uh, went on to reason in the school of uh, Tyrannus. And uh, in Acts 19, it says, But when some were uh, hardened and disobeyed, speaking evil of the way before the multitude, he withdrew from them 
and separated the disciples, reasoning daily in the school of Tyrannus. When the uh, dissenting Jews spoke evil of this way of the Lord, Paul pulled all the believers out of the synagogue and then met in the school of Tyrannus for two years. Um, and the, the scripture in verse 10 tells us so that all those dwelling in Asia, it says, heard the word of the Lord, both Jews and Greeks. So first, Paul reasoned in the synagogue for three months. Then he met in the school of Tyrannus for two years. Then Acts uh, thir- uh, 20, 31 t- indicates that uh, Paul was in Ephesus for about three years. So uh, this may have been the reason that Paul uh, could write, again, if you consider his epistle to the Ephesians and address it to the church. Uh, the church in Ephesus was the church that had received, um, they received the most spiritual education from Paul uh, because he had stayed there longer than any other place. Uh, during his three years in Ephesus, Paul was able to accomplish much in his spiritual ministry uh, to establish a strong testimony for the Lord. Then from Acts 20, uh, verse 11 through 17, we see that the Lord honored uh, Paul's stay in Ephesus and used him greatly. Uh, his ministry was prevailing and many miracles were performed. Uh, in Acts 8, uh, 19, verses 18 and 19, we see that um, the issue of all the disciples there in Ephesus, uh, there was a spontaneous clearing of the past of all those who had believed in Paul's preaching and teaching. So according to uh, uh, chapter 19, in this verse 19, it says spontaneously a considerable number of those who practice magic brought their books together and burned them before all. And they counted up the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. So the purpose of this burning was to clear up their sinful and even, you can say, demonic life in the past. Uh, the price of the books burned uh, was 50,000 pieces of silver. Since each piece of silver uh, was approximately a day's wage, we can see that these books were worth a great deal of money. But nevertheless, uh, they they were publicly burned. And in Acts 19.20, Paul concludes, So the word of the Lord grew mightily and was strong. What a glorious ending to Paul's ministry in Ephesus. So from Acts 19, uh, verse 21 and on, we see Paul had a broadened heart for the Lord's interest uh, for Corinth, uh, Jerusalem, Ephesus, and Rome. Uh, due to Paul's prevailing ministry, Satan fought against the spreading of God's kingdom. As Paul was encountering uh, this attack at Ephesus and carrying on his ministry, he, he still purposed in his spirit to go to Jerusalem. And from there, he was eager to go to, uh, to Rome. Uh, concerning this, he said, I must also see Rome. So if you were to look at a map, uh, you will see that Ephesus was in Asia Minor and uh, was midway between Jerusalem to the east and Rome to the west. So while uh, Paul was ministering and facing persecution at Ephesus, he had the heart to care for the situation in uh, Jerusalem and also to see Rome. So from this, we can see what largeness of heart Paul had for God's interest. 
which was related to the churches. So to conclude, uh, in order for the Lord Jesus to come back, his bride needs to be prepared. That is his body. Uh, to be sure, the bride today is not ready. But the only way the bride can be prepared is the way of God's New Testament economy or God's New Testament plan. Uh, may we all be helped through our reading of the scriptures and our study of the book of Acts to be fully up to date in the Lord's move for the carrying out of God's New Testament economy. Praise the Lord. May be, uh, may grace be with all of us. Take care.